Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. As I'm sure many of you are, not exactly an exciting evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well, as always. If you would like to join the insane asylum that is currently ongoing in our patron group chat, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And as always, to all of the uh, feedback we have gotten on the video version of the podcast, we greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Uh, if you could subscribe to the podcast, the video version of the podcast, youtube.com slash at IS Roma Press, it would be greatly appreciated. And again, thank you to all of you who have already subscribed. The, the uh, response in these few months has been uh, very overwhelming. So we greatly appreciate your support, which is very welcome on an evening like tonight, Andy. That match between Roma Slavia Praha was as exciting as a kick to the balls. I, that was a black hole of a match. There was nothing from it that I am going to try and paint as good, as positive. I don't know what I am supposed to take from that beyond the fact everybody is still alive. That's the only positive I have for that tonight. Some, somebody, on the, somebody on our more, more re, most recent episode, rightfully so, suggested that we engage in a more... Uh, in more analytical takes so that we oh, analyze gosh. the actual performance, the actual uh, tactics, the, you know, not give because they said, and rightfully so, I agree, because I, I know what they mean, uh, that, you know, we get into it and we get into it just from a feelings perspective. Yeah. How are we feeling after a win? How are we feeling after a loss? Um, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, yes. Just to interject, I agree with that. We yeah. do get to the thing that I have a problem with is I think things have gone too far on the other side because I know every time I talk about the XG expected goals, I can hear from the other side of the world our poor yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, no, but but I think but I think in the, what they're More saying is, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, also, but no, but I wanted to get into it i wanted to say that it's uh it's it becomes really difficult when we have to record these things right after the game yeah because like when you have a result like tonight it makes it uh impossible to Not break to down what went wrong because as as it is with roma there's not much that you can say about what was on the pitch when it goes wrong you can't really say about what, what it's not like say like manchester united recently lost to copenhagen they uh copenhagen completed a comeback they won four to, to three okay well there there our good friend goldbridge or you know <laughs> wannabe friend my wannabe friend goldbridge can't yes. talk all he wants about strategy because evidently there was something something happened and then the opponent got the better of them. Okay, there, I get it. But like tonight, even Mourinho in his post-match basically said, uh, I don't want to talk about anything other than our horrible attitude. Our attitude was horrible. Attitude this, attitude that, attitude this, attitude that. So even the manager himself didn't want to get into the specifics of a match that really saw Roma just roam around the pitch um, with no clear aim in sight which is bizarre because this whole game 
was like the whole motivation behind this match was let's get it over with, let's win it, let's get a good result. We only need one point here and we secure first place and we avoid playing two unnecessary games in February. Okay, I that this, was the like, whole build-up. Conference league. It's like when I, you know, trying to the first time you lose your virginity. You know, it, it's basically do this without you know somebody getting hurt. Do this with you know. Let's just oh, make sure God. everybody gets home safe, and you don't oh. do so bad. You know, like a Baldo, where it just it replays in your mind. That's how terrible you were. Yeah, the same applies now. I I couldn't agree with you more. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. There's. It's just yeah, I mean yeah, pretty, pretty much like that. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, there there is a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good allegory. That, you know, watching uh, Roma perform as to the first time you're, <laughs> the time you lost your virginity. You know, trying to to come up with something spectacular, and instead you're faced with your own incompetence and dread uh, that follows. Um, yeah. Oh, that was a bit too personal. But yes, definitely. Like this is, you know, I can't I can't come on here and pretend like I have anything worthwhile to say about the specifics of how our players perform. Because to honest right. to God, today there was not much of a performance to speak of. And I understand. I think we'll try to get better when Roma win, we'll try to get better at analyzing what went right because then you know it's also exciting you can get into exactly what 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 works for the team and uh and you can praise certain players and but tonight tonight what are we supposed to say what am i supposed to say to about a team that knew fully well what the consequences were if you were to lose this match they knew fully well they went through it last year they went through it last year they got embarrassed against Ludogorets, and then they had to play two uh, more games in February with a depleted squad. So, yes. you know, it's, it's in these times, when, when it happens, it's so infuriating because every time you think, oh, they learned, they've learned, they got it, they got it now, you know, they got it now, uh, they don't. They don't. That's why I said, like, see, the, the, the argument... Is basically the same one as the one against when we, we in in the last episode against Lecce. When we came on here, uh, what was it on Monday? Uh, we we said this team is so unpredictable. We love it because you know that's what they do. They they basically pull the rug from under you, you know, and uh, and you don't really know how to react. Well, yes, that's the exact case today. You don't know how to react other than be extremely frustrated with something again that should have been straightforward see like right. in the good and the bad roma are always roma because it should have been straightforward just like lecce should have been straightforward tonight was anything but straightforward just like lecce was but tonight you come out empty-handed and embarrassed and i just you know i i i i i totally get it and i want to engage with more technical aspects and i think it was easier when we would record this the day after, but it's it's fine as well. I mean, it's it's more immediate, uh, and it helps vent stuff before going to sleep. But this is, you know, I mean, this is <laughs> like there, there's no way know. to show. Listen, it, it, you know, um, I I think sometimes even to a fault, uh, Jose Mourinho is able to find positives where. In other instances and in other matches, you and I probably would not be willing to give oh, Roma the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, in, in matches like this, where very rarely have I seen him just so beside himself. I mean, he he went out to Sky Sport and he's like, I, full disclosure, I don't want to be on here right now. And I, I told the other guys, nobody has to talk to anybody because that's how bothered he was. If he's not able to draw any single positive from this, there is no... Yeah, he was like, he was like, I could, he, it was like I could make excuses. I could say that El Sharawi had to play again because Zaleski was not available. But yeah. uh, tonight, nothing worked. Like you know, the moment that he gives up on in these occasions, you really understand how how bad it was. Because uh, Mourinho, as you said, you know, always we always uh, find a fault in it that he always seems to dig into the tiny minor you know inconsequential positive that you can then take home and and pretend to be happy about but tonight there was nothing nada nothing i would i would not be surprised if roma stay at trigoria all the way until the derby i would not oh be surprised gosh. if that doesn't no because that's uh, like that's the latest report is, they're not gonna, yeah, they're gonna going to go back to Trigoria you know before a derby they're going to go back really to Trigoria the, the tomorrow morning tomorrow morning they're getting there they're they're having lunch together so i don't see this and 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 god forbid you know god forbid they they get the derby wrong i don't want to we'll get into it later but but tonight it, it, i'm helpless like i'm i'm honestly i don't know you know, I think even the great Johnny Carson, the greatest talk show host of all time, who was famous for being able to basically entertain an audience with just about any guest. So it could have been the most boring guest and he would still find a way. I don't know. Tonight, what can we say? Do I do the Al Pacino shtick? Do I do I start to talk about Sopranos? Do I do we do we bring it's out so some... because I just watched a video of uh, the great Rodney Dangerfield when he was on oh, yeah. oh, yeah, literally yeah, about yeah. three hours ago. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be great. Uh, but unfortunately, oh, Roma, oh, they don't give me no respect. Oh, oh, oh. What the hell am I supposed to? I can't do a Rodney. Yeah, we don't. You know, no, we don't have. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Rodney yeah. Dangerfield. We have Roma. Roma. Yeah. It's it's again. It's, it goes from zero to one hundred. You can either be like tonight, where there's literally nothing. Like I could, I could go to the bathroom right now and would be more productive than what Roma did for ninety minutes earlier tonight. You know, so. It's it's upsetting. It's upsetting that you had um, that you had a whole team out there, and mind you, not scrubs, not primavera players. Because I could have already, you know, had we had primavera players out there, Pagano, all those kids, uh, I could have envisioned, you know, Mourinho being like, okay, you know, it, fuck it, it happens. Like th mm. this is this is one of the risks involved in this job. But no, tonight you had Lukaku. It was he, Mourinho made it a point to start Lukaku. You had Paredes yeah. back in the lineup. You had your whole defense, uh, Llorente, Indica, Mancini. You had El Shirawi. These guys, all experienced players. That players who've been there have done it. What the hell? Like I, I can't imagine. Like I can imagine a game like this in Mourinho's first year. But come on, come on! Especially after two, not one. Two European finals that saw you play 55 games a season. Two consecutive years of 55 games. And now you have the chance 
to, to actually give yourself some time, buy yourself some time, rest a bit, and you squander it. Like you just had to draw. You just needed one right. point. Yeah, you could have shit house for ninety minutes. Uh, you know, get a zero to zero. I I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have been bothered a, even in the slightest. I wouldn't I, I, give a flying fucking a rolling donut. That's what William Friedkin once said about what Al Pacino thought about him. He said, "I don't give a flying fuck in a rolling donut," and I absolutely agree with him. Tonight was just borderline unacceptable like i honestly i feel embarrassed even coming on here pretending like we both have something to say and then no, after we, this we don't. I'm doing a live stream so i'm getting all the people you know all the hatred and the anger and the frustration out tonight tonight is the melting pot of every every terrible human instinct okay so for if there is anybody here uh, watching or listening for the first time i you and I have sort of a running shtick in terms of when it comes to these uh, Europa League. And to be frank, it started with the Conference League uh, when Roma won it in the inaugural uh, season. It was introduced by UEFA where you and I typically make fun of these sorts of games against uh, uh, typically Eastern, more Eastern European sides that you, know, sure. you have to take a 25-hour trip to get to, and then you have to take a bobsled to 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 you know, arrive yep. at the stadium. You know, um, I am in a way uh, similar to Jose Mourinho when it comes to Thursday uh, evening matches, whether it be uh, Conference League, Europa League. Again, again, like Jose Mourinho, I am to a fault willing to uh, give Roma any reason or excuse. Because I think there is something, whether we want to, you don't have to agree with it and we don't have to accept it. I think it is human nature that when you have a match like this, uh, juxtaposed uh, and coming just days before a huge match, one of the biggest matches in world football, I think it is natural to tend to look past this. Now, it's not right. I am not saying it's right. I am not saying that Jose Mourinho should... Uh, excuse it. I'm not saying Jose Mourinho should be willing to accept it. I'm not saying supporters should be willing to accept it. I am not saying that in any way, shape, or form. I am saying it is simply human nature, whether we want to like it or not. I am willing most of the time for a match like this uh, where you are playing uh, you know, a country that it's not a, a very challenging trip. It's a match just days after uh, you won a very emotional game at the death, and it is uh, two or three days before your match against Lazio in the derby. I can understand Roma, the players, looking past this. I can understand it. It doesn't mean I have to like it, and it doesn't mean we have to be subjected to what we were subjected to this evening. We want to get more analytical. Anybody who knows, um, when it comes to XG, it is the statistic I... I, I think now football, it has become far too, uh, you know, data this, data that. And I primarily blame uh, Raymond Monchi for that, for a whole host of obvious reasons uh, at his time at Roma. And also because he uh, <laughs> he spelled my name incorrectly in messages for two straight years and, and for the life <laughs> of me. I, I think he just ruined any, anything when it comes to data analytics. Uh, I blame him for my Shouldn't disdain. Shouldn't we blame Billy Bean or whatever his name is, the guy from Moneyball? Shouldn't we blame Jonah Hill? 
for coming up with the statistics. <laughs> well, no, man, he's um, Ramon does have this because he has talked about it and he talks about yeah, yeah, he has like he a had this obscene database and he has the most the level of data that he has kept in this Excel spreadsheet. I am a normal person in the sense that when I see that green um, logo of Microsoft Excel, a cold sweat comes right. over my body right. and I begin to shudder and not even uh, my... Don't you uh, have like uh, OCD? My... Don't you love that stuff? Like, aren't you no, supposed I to have, love... I do have obsessive compulsive disorder, <laughs> right? but that sort of thing... Uh, I get overwhelmed extremely easily, and when I see just numbers oh, on a spreadsheet, oh, I, I I begin to shake. And that's what he has, and he loves that stuff. So when it comes to a lot of these more in-depth statistics, I I think what they've done in terms of football is they've made it the very uh, very. I, I can't think of another word other than cold process, where we just look at certain data points and we just say, okay, that's it, no reason to watch the match. Um, I think there's a happy medium to be played because, you know, you can go to the other side of it where it's, uh, you know, you're listening to uh, Spart, for example, and you hear uh, 29 different pundits just not taking any of the data and they're just going by emotion. I do think there's a balance to be played. So, again, fair play to the person who said that we do have to be more uh, uh, use more analysis and data. And I, I do agree with that. In this case, when it comes to Roma and Slavia Praha tonight. If you had to guess what the XG of Roma was, I don't know. I only know that the first less shot than, came... more or less than one, more or less than one. The, the expected goals of Roma. I, to... I just know that the first shot came around the fiftieth minute. Roma took <laughs> yes. the first shot on goal in the fiftieth minute. Doesn't in that seem like the umpteenth match in a row where they've done that, where they haven't gotten a legitimate opportunity on goal until uh, only twenty to thirty minutes remaining in the match? I, I, I don't understand it. Um, Roma, they're actually tonight, and this is according to SofaScore, which is my one of my more preferred websites when it comes to the XG. Uh, Roma, 0.38. Slavia Praha, 2.05. I don't know what else to take from it beyond that. Uh, total shots, uh, 19 to Slavia Praha, 5 to Roma. Shots on goal, 6 to Slavia Praha. To Roma. I mean, most of the time I say it, it, you need to watch these games to get a full encapsulation of uh, the actions and all of the singular episodes that take place that make up a game. Not tonight. Nope. You can. Go if you were lucky enough to be working, or again, I don't know what the time. Uh, differences for uh, for our good friends in Australia. I, I just hope that they slept through this. Yeah. If they had the pleasure of doing so, just uh, what, what you find when you type into Google uh, 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 result of IS Roma, it tells you all you need to know. You didn't need to oh, watch. After, um, after these games, like the search engines should like just like shadow ban everything Roma. You know, like after a game like this, he takes that back, Google. He doesn't mean that. You and you I should, are going to be. Should. You and I are going no, to be eating should, the streets you know, you should, of uh, you San be... Basilio. Uh, Marco Violi is going to have to take us into his flat, man. Relax. No, Don't I'm just saying. Bad. I'm just saying. Mr. Heroin, like all the others. Not be, people should not be exposed to this atrocity, and because it happens time and time again. And I, you know, I, we have. I am looking at. I know that you, you, 
have more important things to do. I have an empty life. I don't have 35. No, oh, come on, man. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at what our patrons are writing. And, and a oh, lot of no. people are conflicted. Once again, after these games, it always happens like that. They trick you. That's why I say they trick you. So today, our patrons are once again conflicted about the quality of this team, right? So, you know, is this team shit? Is it like is a win against Monza in the final minutes off of El Shirawi's wonder strike or Lukaku getting it right against Lecce at the death? Does it does it say that you know? Does it tap into the negative aspects of the team or is it something positive? And I and guess we just had two people leave the group chat, man. I think that's an indication people are being broken. <laughs> <laughs> they are being yeah they are they are they, they are and i i don't blame them like i i said multiple times we've built a bit of resistance by doing this by being able to come on here you know also having to be lucid like well relatively lucid and balanced to in order to to even have something remotely <laughs> yeah, coherent to say <laughs> like no it's true like we've been able right. to you know, to build up some form of resistance that when we see these results, when we see these performances, we don't go automatically to the bathroom and we don't pull an Ernest Hemingway. Um, but, uh, you know... dark quickly, man. Oof. Or, yes, or, or Hunter S. Thompson or a Kurt Cobain. I could go on. The point is, oh, man. this team will trick you. So a lot of people are, again, conflicted about the quality of this team. And I, I, I totally get it. After tonight, you 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 reflect on what happened against Lecce, you reflect on what happened to Monza, and you start looking at those games in a completely different light because you're so deflated because the absence of anything remotely resembling a, a team performance tonight in a game that we said the stakes are, are still high, they're not obviously, the motivation will not be as high as for the derby but tonight the stakes were high tonight you could have made life so much easier for yourself with the bare minimum with the bare minimum just press them maintain some form of defensive solidity and and don't let yourself be embarrassed by a team that you yourself multiple occasions Mourinho and 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 listen I know that he imposed media silence. I know we have a lot of people that will give me so much shit. Will they will start throwing little daggers at my photo, at resemblances of me? But <laughs> Mourinho is also involved in this capitulation tonight, because what you what tonight shows me is that you, as a manager, you don't have a total grip on how the mm. team approaches this game. I don't mm. care what you say at the press conference. I don't say, I don't care what you say after the match. If you say before the game that Slavia Praha cannot be underestimated and then your own men whom you train, you see every day, you travel Great with, point. you spend time with, they walk out there and there is not a single semblance of that mentality of Slavia Praha cannot be underestimated. And mind you, this is once again, this is year three of Mourinho. And a lot of these players have already been through it with him. Then what am I supposed to think? You know, what am I supposed to say other than you're also implicated in this? You're also at fault. 
the the team that is now being fairly criticized is your team. You are headed into the derby with the awareness that you failed to reach one objective, which was to immediately qualify as first to the next round, avoid any pain in the ass games in February when you are going to be certainly riddled with injuries where you're still going to be looking to get get back Evandika. You know, it's just a, a total nightmare. Of epic proportion. Imagine where that match is going to be played. What, which, which godforsaken Eastern Europe? God, European man, country. good God, good God, and and then and then you're looking at the Derby now. You know, I would love to again maintain some positivity because that's what I'm here for. You know, we changed <laughs> around. I used to be the negative one, then we we changed around. Okay, I would love to be the positive person here. But if you ask me, if I have an ounce of faith in this team going into the derby against a Lazio that has shown little to anything this season, then my answer after tonight at this very moment is no. Zero faith. Oh, my gosh. I was barely hanging on before we started recording. This might do me in. So it, in all seriousness, in terms of like, uh, in terms of depravity, perhaps I feel, you know, you said like uh, the Kurt Cobain and all this other stuff, you know, uh, being born before the year like 2002, we all grew up with uh, liveleak.com. And uh, what, what was the other one? I believe the name was Ogresh, Ogresh. I don't know what it was called. Those sites where they uh, put all of the most shocking content that uh, that explores the depths of human depravity. You know, people uh, like dying. Pain the- yes. I, I mean, just um, yes, just the worst. That is yes. low is caught on the. Yeah, video now that we are on YouTube, I don't think we can discuss these things. Um, no, but in all seriousness, you know, I I can't say I am at least somewhat uh, not immune, but uh, my 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 meter for uh, the level of depravity I may be willing to put up with might be a bit higher. But it, the thing, and you said it right off the top, and I haven't gone back to it. Most of the time, a match like tonight, you're playing in uh, uh, you're playing in Prague, playing in a you know a Thursday evening. It's ahead of a big match. Most of the time, I in fact I would be willing and go out of my way to dismiss it. The the reason, the reason I am so bothered, the reason I am so traumatized the reason why uh, i know i am not going to sleep well tonight is that was and by the way Jose Mourinho would have had every reason to do so that was a strong team tonight it was not as if you said where you were playing Bolve, Pagano all of these guys that you know if they had lost two to zero you could have said okay well we played with him we played with him yeah reasons that you could have used as an alibi for for saying, okay, well, we were playing with younger players because we wanted to keep people fresh ahead of the derby. Or like against Bodo, you played with rejects. Mourinho was yeah, trying to make yeah, a point. Morata, I don't like Morata. these players here. Look, look, look at them for yourselves and make, make your judgment. You know? <laughs> yeah. Look at <laughs> Someday we will re-explore that match about how it was Jose Mourinho saying, look at this crap you've stuck me with. Uh, in all seriousness though, um, Tonight was not that. Tonight was guys that are dependent upon. Tonight is even somebody like a Salik who, who 
for some reason he goes missing every other two weeks and I have to message his agent and do a, a, a proof of life uh, contact to ensure that he actually is, is still alive and he hasn't been abducted. I, I can't make any sort of excuse. I can't give them an alibi. I cannot, I cannot dismiss it because you had a team out there. By the way, a team that uh, if you were playing most teams in Serie A, anybody um, maybe outside of the top six to eight, you would expect a team that was out there tonight to get a result. Oh, of course. Of course. Again, it's so, not... <laughs> we were, we were, we we had, uh, you know, barring Dybala and and Cristante. Oh, do, do we want to talk about out what? there? I mean, I was, I didn't know what to make of Paolo Dybala being out there tonight because I thought he would wrap him in, um, uh, yeah, uh, what do you call it? the 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 cellophane, cellophane, yeah. and, and keep him. Pr- I was surprised he even let him on the plane yeah, because, because you know yeah. he's he's getting off of the steps. He could fall down a twisted ankle. I w- I thought he would keep him wrapped up uh, he's not even allowed to go out where you know into San Basilio if he yeah, runs it on Mark just Rioli, shows how lo- like that's that's how low of a point was tonight that's how low right. of a point like just you know again like saying oh Lukaku he's playing I'm not resting him and then you end up with scoring zero goals with Belotti and Lukaku out there your first shot is at the 50th minute you know, again, I don't want to. People, people come here to also get some some kind of again coherent thought. Tonight, the only coherent thought is that I don't believe that this team, from what they showed me tonight, I now I doubt them. Now I doubt them going mm-hmm. into the derby. And you can't say anything to me that will change, make me change my mind. You can't say that this. This this uh, now this outlook that I have, starting from today until the derby, is you know uncalled for because it's called for. This team does it all on their own. I'm not doing anything here. I'm just I'm just taking what they're giving me. They give me oh, shit. I I I I put it out there and I say they're shit. And to, and tonight they were shit. Tonight they didn't do anything to to earn some kind of respect. Where you go, okay, well you know what they tried or hey. That's life, man. No, tonight was not life. Tonight was not up to the footballing gods. Tonight was not up to some external forces, circumstances, whatever. Tonight was only about you, what you want, wanted from this game, and what Roma wanted from this game, in theory, was easier e- easier access to the next round. And they didn't get it. What I find most interesting is it is a complete flipping of uh, circumstances coming into the derby. Uh, Lazio, they lost the weekend. They lost to Bologna 1-0. Uh, Roma, they win 2-1 late. The momentum, had it remained as such, completely different. Each side enters with a, 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 a different mindset, a different feeling. Now at the midweek, it completely flips. You see Lazio, I mean, Immobile pulling one out of his backside uh, late in the first half. They beat Feyenoord. Meanwhile, Roma unwatchable, and that's probably putting it in the nicest terms possible tonight against uh, Slavia Praha. So now I really don't know how to interpret this coming into it. Kind of like you, uh, my my faith has been shattered. I mean, when you are watching Roma, again, 
when I come into a, a match with Roma, most of the time you would be able to convince me of the result being one way or the other. It could be seven to zero in favor of Roma or against Roma, and I would reasonably be able to find a way as to how that could happen. That's how we are, I would say, most of the time. Now, coming into this match, uh, coming into the derby now, I I have so little, mm, I won't say faith, but uh, I'm not confident in the least because you saw what Lazio did in the Champions League and then we saw what Roma did tonight. Those midweek matches, they are so particular because they can do one thing or the other they can either and you you can make the case win or lose if you lose it motivates you coming into the next league match if you win it propels you uh, coming into the next league match or you're too fatigued whatever they are very particular in the sense of you don't know in the moment what a specific result is going to have on you coming into the next game for this one no for this one you win late against Lecce, and you feel like as if this is something that can not only propel you in, in the Europa League, but it is something that you can take into the derby. Because I will, I, I will once again affirm my position as uh, much like what I said about Torino. Sometimes it is um, when a specific goal arrives. You, you, you could have drawn against Torino. And uh, a draw against Torino is not the end of the world, but the fact that it came so late, it's a different feeling as opposed to had Torino, you know, equalized 20 minutes before. I think the timing of things is what matters most. With this one, with this one, I... You have taken the confidence, in my opinion, that... um, And the enthusiasm that you had gained from defeating Lecce late in the match to put out such a, a crap performance. I mean... It's not even as if this was Roma suffering for 90 minutes. It, it, it was not as if Roma... It's one thing if you have 30 shots on goal um, and, and you just have a goalkeeper in. We've seen it 2,000 times. We have a goalkeeper who is crap 99.9% of the time, but it gets to Roma, it, ton, uh, you know, it, ter- it turns into uh, Gigi Buffon. That didn't happen tonight. You had a Roma that was, and I think this is what you said, non-existent. They... they, they they were not there. So we're not even talking of, um, you know, unlucky. We're not talking about, uh, you know, lack of a, a, a technical quality that was missing tonight. We are talking about a team that did not appear. They were non-existent. Tonight was one-way traffic. And going into a derby, I, I that is about as bad as the type of performance you could have. Again, it'd be one thing uh, to lose 2-0, to zero, but if the XG was 5 or something like that, I can accept it because it happens so many times. Now to have a team, you put in zero, nothing, uh, yeah. zero, not a, you had nothing yeah. tonight. How am I supposed to take that ahead of a derby other than feeling like total and utter shit? And, uh, and that's, what, that's, what, that, that's their trick. That's their trick in the good and the bad. They make you doubt them, you know, and it's awesome when they make you doubt uh, to to you know to then put suck you in and bring you all the joy in the world by exactly by winning at the death against Lecce, but when they do this ahead of a, an important match and knowing fully well what the stakes are, it's not again. I'm you know most of the time I can't be bothered. Like how many times I've seen this team lose to Bodo? I've seen this team lose to Astra Giorgio. I've seen the, you know I've seen. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, uh, things you people wouldn't even believe, you know, like uh, Juan Iturbe in his last year with Roma starting in the Europa League with Luciano Spalletti, Gerson, who had just joined, you know, supposedly the big next thing and then looked like crap for us. Uh, So I'm fully aware of these types of games. I'm fully aware what they can mean. Most of the time they're, you know, they mean up up to a certain point. But tonight was important. Tonight would matter. And what pisses me off is that, not that I know it, but the team knew it. The team were fully aware of the consequences. What will happen if you miss make a mistake? Because now you have to win every single game in the Europa League group stage, so the next two games, and you have to pray to the footballing gods that Slavia slip up against Servet and Sharif. Will that happen? Tonight, again, team gives me zero reason to believe in them. Um, I know how much Lazio care about the Derby. I know that last season they won both Derbies. I, I know that last season they yes. showed more hunger in both Derbies. Uh, they made the most of our mistakes, whereas we were left helpless once again. I don't know how much Roma want to win the derby. I'm 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 I I know exactly what to expect from Lazio. That's the worst thing. I know what to expect mm. from my opponent. I know what to expect from a team where Claudio Lotito is out there day and night working and throwing the headlines and throwing, you know, these uh, mottos for his fan base to pick on and you know and and get the 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 players going and and again, two extra days of rest, a good result against Feyenoord, and boom, Lazio all of a sudden seemed to have an advantage over us. And that's all your fault. Roma mm. have only themselves to blame. So now you you did this. Now you sit in it, and you try and figure out what the hell happened, and you try to figure out why. Why you had the attitude that you had tonight, which was, again, non-existent because a lot of things happened tonight, but mostly it was on Slavia Praha's end, not on Roma's. Roma showed nothing. There was nothing. There's nothing in this game and in this episode to talk about other than the fact that it was uh, shameful. That it was shameful because you expect a team that has worked with Mourinho for three years. I don't care what players he has at his disposal. I don't care if they're injured, if they're hurting, how they're feeling, or, you know, are they getting married? Is their child getting born? You know, whatever the hell happens behind the scenes, a lot of things happen with Roma. Um, a game like tonight, you have to get it right. End of. Like, that's the bottom line. And the moment, so... you, get, the moment you get it wrong, you show me that uh, that I have no reason to trust you. And how many times I've said this on here. When I was so disappointed that I have to admit it. I don't know if I can trust you. And tonight, I don't know if I can trust this team. That should not be the case for a group of guys that have been together for three years. Some of them more than three years together. They know each other. They know this environment. They know what the expectations are. They know what the stakes are. And they know what Mourinho wants from them. And Mourinho knows his guys. So he's also involved in this. Mm. And 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 what happens tonight should never happen. Unfortunately, it happens way too often. 
Matt, we are talking as if they just committed mass murder. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, no, and but... rightfully so. Rightfully so, because, because you know, people always, you know, people always throw it as, like, oh, guys, too balanced. Too... It's true. We try to get, and tonight I'm balanced. Like, this is my balanced take. My balanced take is that you should have won, and you didn't. Like, that's my balanced take, and that's the truth, Ruth. All right, so clearly we are positive going into the weekend and the derby. Uh, listen, I, I, you know, unfortunately, this is something we have seen far too many times, and I couldn't agree with you more in terms of the fact we can't trust them on a night like tonight where, again, even if it was an ugly 0-0 zero to zero where you shit house for 94 minutes, nobody would have complained. Um, now, now you have forced yourself, as you just said, you have to win your two matches, and then you have to do some praying uh, to the forces that something happens and uh, Slavia Praha slip up in one of these uh, remaining group stage matches. So we're going to leave it there. Fingers crossed for the derby. We, we, I, I am, I feel as if a part of my humanity rests upon what happens this weekend at the derby because because oh, it, I'm, it I'm doing. I'm certainly going to do a live stream right before the derby to see what yeah. the, what, the, what the thinking is among the populace. I know. And I don't <laughs> expect fireworks. I don't expect, you know, uh, optimism through the roof. I don't expect I don't know how you could be. I don't know how anybody could be after what you were subjected to tonight. It would be one thing if this match didn't take place. Or again, even if you had a zero to zero shit house rematch, um, I don't think anybody should be overly confident coming into this. But uh, I guess the blessing and the curse of this Roma is when you think you have them pegged or figured out or you think you have found some sort of um it, it just some sort of consistency within them they find a way to just flip the entire movie script on its head seven games you... seven games six wins the only loss you had was against inter coming into tonight yes. and somehow you managed to flip the script <laughs> That is the only thing we can hope for this weekend against Lazio. So we will be back. Uh, we will be recording directly after the match. So, again, I am not overtly religious, but any forces, God, spirits, whatever you want to call them, I'm barely hanging on. Do not make me do this after a poor, a poor result at the weekend. I know this doesn't. I cannot explain to you how difficult this is. We use before we did the video podcast. I, I had a thing where we would not do any recordings directly after the match because you get, um, you know, too involved, you know, it doesn't lead to anything productive. You no, get, too, you know, right. And it's true. Like on one hand, it's, you know, both are right. Both are wrong. Both methods lead to something tonight. I think there is no other way to confront a shit show of these proportions. We would have the, the same feelings tomorrow. There is no way anybody or, Anyway, there's no way for anybody to feel better about this, whether it be now or 48 hours from now. And by the way, they shouldn't. Nobody should feel good from this. Uh, Jose Mourinho, the players, nobody. Nobody should feel good from this. This was a horror show. This was terrible. We just need for them to flip it around. Uh, this weekend against Lazio, we will keep our fingers crossed. Oof. Okay. Until then. Ciao. Ciao.